Runners, take your mark. Go! 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 What's up, everyone? I am award-winning author and podcast host, Miles Biggs, and I'm so excited that you are joining me on this journey that we call Relish the Journey Running. We've all heard the phrase, life is a marathon. Fewer than half a percent of the world's population actually put that common phrase to the test and run the distance. In this podcast, we are unpacking exactly how folks get started in this quest to conquer the 26.2, who they become along the way, and what we all might be able to learn from their process and apply it to ours. So lace up and let's go. What's up, Runders? Coming at you mid-run again. This is long run for the week. It's focused on time. Not mileage. As I prepped for my first ultra, and you go for two hours, sort of low and slow today. Because what I want to talk about, what I'm thinking about right now, is the idea of a drop down week. So I had COVID last week, which meant really not last week, week before. So it was a solid like week and a half. I couldn't really do much. Certainly couldn't run the way I had been used to. Or the way my training plan said I should be. I was forced to sit there. Do nothing. The dreaded nothing that us athletes, us type A people, results-oriented people, loathe. Because it goes against everything we think we need to do, right? Productivity means there's got to be an output. Progress means you have to log lots of miles, right? Insert your next one here. Really? And first, shout out to Peloton. I know some people love or hate these, this group, this company, but I am a uh, I'm a lover of it. I trained for my first marathon using the Peloton app in their program called the Road to 26.2. And having started all this as a non-runner, I had no idea how I should train. How do you even run properly, really? Like the mechanics of running. I was a swimmer all through college. So I could I could coach you to swim right now, even though it's been a while. I'd done it for so much of my life. This was like getting that instruction for people who are running their whole life, which was awesome. But anyway, in the program, about every four weeks or so, there's what they called, and what most people call, a drop-down week. Meaning, you spend four weeks raising time, intensity, mileage, you know, weight, totals in your cross training to build and build and build and increase your fitness and then you go into a drop down week where you decrease the load of your weight your mileage time on your feet intensity of that time all the ingredients that go into raising and maintaining your body fitness and your speed and your endurance right because if all we did was Increase, 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 increase. Doesn't matter how much you're stretching, 
sleepy, eating. See if I think, well, I take one last day a week, I'm good. Same body, your muscles need to actually absorb out of that training in order to get all these sex going. Otherwise, you risk injuring yourself. You risk, like, actually hurting your performance because there's too much stress on your body and your muscles. So the drop down week doesn't mean you stop, like I did for COVID necessarily, but that's what reminded me of this. It means you continue to move, but you do it less. It's more of like an active rest, active recovery idea. You maintain, you know, a muscle memory and go through the motions, but you decrease it. It gives you the space to absorb all the hard work you did, sort of take a beat before you begin again. Think of it like, you know, if you're a climber, you're climbing now and you're going towards the summit, you don't just start and immediately go in a straight line up. Right? There's heading out higher goes kind of base uh, base camp to acclimate to the the altitude. Heading in how steep the mountain is, there's switchbacks to weave and wind upgrade. Sexy for your training, right? You can't just go straight at your race total. You need a base camp that can serve as a launch pad for your next bout of training. And what I love about this, and what you're going to continue to hear me talk about as I document my own running journey, is once you grasp this idea and apply it to your physical training, your running, you can apply it to everything else, right? Like, when was the last time you had a drop-down week at work? When was the last time you had a drop-down week in your personal life? You just took a freaking minute to not just go... 100 all day every day you went on vacation picked up a book instead of just having into the couch for netflix right like the ideal here is instead of only doing the routine of more 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 introduce some variety switch up your routine to a little less but have it be meaningful expose yourself new things in life cross training and you're running because all of those semi-related or even unrelated activity physical activity mental activity life activity right actually serves you in the long run it will allow you to do the things you love longer it's what they mean by saying train smarter not harder or work smarter not harder so try it. Give it a try. If you're listening to this and you're like me, you're training for something, maybe you've already got a drop-down lead in your training plan. If you don't, look at it. If you are continually increasing your mileage every single week, if you're continually upping your intensity every single week, then try reducing it. Oh, that was weird. Side enough. I'm running outside. It's early, five eight. There's just a cop driving with his lights off. What the heck, man? You're a cop. Turn him on. I digress. Do it. Drop it down. 
to give it a try. And what you should try is that when you go back after the following week and you start increasing again, you're going to see and feel your performance increase. There you go. There's the thought of the day. So I hated where I started here. Well, I hated having to take all the time off because COVID. Longer than I normally do for a drop-down weekend. I did nothing versus moves. And when I started again, it was rough. It was almost like I was a baby deer learning how to walk. I had to remember the mechanics of running again. Shake off the cobwebs. But I know that in the long run, probably what my body needed because I had forgotten about this principle and had been going, going, going for like seven weeks. So I was due. So give it a try and let me know how it works for you. Hit me up on Instagram. Email me. You can find me on the internet. Google away. It's not that hard. I love to chat with you on it. See what you think. Well, we've reached the finish line of another episode here at Relish the Journey Running and appreciate you running alongside us today. If you want to check out more of my running journey, follow me on Instagram at milesjbiggs. That's miles with a Y, and you can catch the link in the show notes here. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. If you got something out of today's podcast, please share it with somebody that you think could also benefit from the message. Until next time, everyone, keep running.